Give me one second to. And I hear we can't have snacks, right? Ah, no. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Welcome to Gabby with Gason. I'm your host, Gason. Or as my friends just call me, just Jason. Hi! Welcome to Gabbing with Gason. And of course, I'm your host, Gason. Or as my friends just call me, Jason. And welcome to episode five. I, I almost said it's my quinceanera, but I know that's the wrong date, uh, the wrong number, so that's not going to work. It's So it's my fifth episode, not the 15th. But uh, maybe I'll make that joke again later in a few episodes when everybody's forgot. But welcome to my show. This is the Gabbing with Gason podcast. It is a podcast that I decided to create during quarantine so I could talk to my friends and uh, they don't have a choice, they have to listen. So it's wonderful uh, to be here. It is, I don't know what day it is in quarantine. I feel like I have not left my house, except for brief moments of time. And uh, I don't have a pet yet. I do have a giant foam Slimer from the Ghostbusters that I carry around the apartment. And uh, he, uh, got lonely out in the living room, so he now sits in uh, my office where I work, which is, you know, my bedroom, because, you know, nothing's happening in there either, because the quarantine. So, uh, welcome to the fifth episode. Now, this is a very special episode, um, and going forward will be, because it is Pride Month. That's right, this episode's airing in June. It is Pride Month, and Pride is a huge, important part of my life. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. But um, in celebration of Pride, every week for the month of June will be a brand new episode of Gabbing with Gason. Uh, we're going weekly for the month of June, which is crazy. I am sure my friends can't wait to listen to me talk for hours. And uh, I'm really excited about it. So make sure you stay tuned all month long in June. We'll be having people from uh, the Pride organization that's in my life. Uh, we're going to have um, some really exciting people. And then next month in July is Gason's birthday. So because it's my birthday month uh, and I celebrate it literally all month long, uh, we're going to go weekly then too. So you're getting eight new episodes uh, for the next few weeks. So eight weeks in a row, you will have a new episode of Gason to listen to, uh, which is exciting for me. I don't know about you, but I'm happy about it. So I want to welcome my next guesty bestie, uh, the one and only. Now, I have to say it this way because I have some friends with the same name. So this is my gal pal, bestie Beth F. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here with you, Jason. I know. I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> you <so>. are. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome. Uh, I'm glad you've been listening, although I, you said earlier that you hadn't listened to last episode yet, but you're going to, so that's good. Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> it's okay. How do you like the show so far? I love it, because I uh, find myself talking to my iPad or my iPhone while you know, like as if I am part of the conversation, <laughs> you know, I, it's just, yeah, it's fun. And I like the interaction that you've had with all of your, your different friends and learning things about you that I didn't know. I know. So that's really cool. Yeah. Letting out some secrets. You are a little if bit. You, 
I know you haven't listened, but if somebody has skipped ahead, I'm going to tell you, you need to go back and listen to episode four with Rachel. You'll find out about my secret desire to open mm-hmm. a male strip club. So if that is an interesting topic, you might want to go back and listen to that one. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know. It was just whatever. But yeah, it seems like every episode, a little bit more of me gets to come out to people, um, which is perfect because it's Pride Month. And um, that's really what we're going to talk about. Now, before we begin, though, mm-hmm. as I talk about in every episode, my friends, some of them get a little nervous. Some of them, like uh, Rachel, eh, you know, don't. So, you know, they get a little drunk. But we always have a cocktail uh, for each uh, episode, and it even helps me out. So, Beth, I'm going to ask you, what uh, what is your beverage this evening? What is your cocktail? Well, this evening I am drinking a margarita. Ooh. I you, know. Did you make it yourself, or was it a pre-mixer? It was a pre-mixer. Thank you, Costco. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Costco. Thank you for making people wear your masks. I appreciate it. That's right. I I'm drinking is what I like to call a classic uh, Jason, mm-hmm. and uh, a classic Jason is um, Diet Coke, but it has a little treat in it, and if you've been listening to every episode, I bet you can't guess what that treat is. It's got but some it, rum. It's got some rum. It's Malibu. Yes, so I Malibu. Take, I take Diet Coke and Malibu, and I throw a lime twist in it, and it is just, mm, it is delicious. Mm. Um I'm going to keep mentioning Malibu. They are not a sponsor of the show, but gosh, I would love them to be. Or at least just send me a care package. Again, I'm going to keep asking. Send me a care package, Malibu. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think I told Rachel the last episode, did you know there's a Malibu mailing list? No. You can sign up to get emails from Malibu. It's the greatest thing in the world. And then it also has a link to that uh, alcohol delivery service. That's Uh. like, it's like Instacart (laughs) for alcohol. Yeah. And it tells you, like, first of all, there are so many different kinds of Malibu that I have not had the opportunity to sample yet. I know. Um, Because rum is my jam. Yeah. And, and and I love a good Malibu, but I don't have any right now in the house. I well, was going to join you uh, okay. with, like, a rum and Pepsi, but Frank drank my Pepsi. <laughs> so that was out. <laughs> that was out. So, yeah, I'm going to have to get some Malibu. Um, yeah. Yeah. Instacart. There's, yep. Yeah, it, there's a new, you know what, I should have had it pulled up for the show. There's a new, like, strawberry something Malibu. Really? I don't know what it is. I'm going to find it, and Ooh. then I'm just going to drink it on the next show. I think okay. it's strawberry. Either way, somebody mm-hmm. working for Malibu, say hi to me and send me an email just saying that you listen. Um, show well, some knows? love, Malibu. That's right. You're getting free advertising here mm-hmm. every time. But anyway, uh, Malibu is life, and it's, it's coming up on my birthday next month, and I typically get Malibu as gifts, so... Oh, are you, you know, dropping a hint? I am dropping a hint to any listener worldwide. Okay. <laughs> once, if you would like to send me a birthday bottle of Malibu, <laughs> uh, reach out to me at gabbywithgason at gmail.com. That's right. It's <laughs> Gabbing with Gason. It's with a G at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> you remember that, but you can't remember the other website info. I love it. Yeah, I never remember anything else. I can I only plug myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, did I ever tell you once that I was, um, I tried to out to be on MTV's The Real World a hundred years ago when I was in no my way. early, early 20s. Yeah, clearly didn't make it. Uh, my friends and I thought it'd be really, really funny that uh, I would say something to the camera and then we would cut mm-hmm. to me doing the exact opposite. 
So I was like, I never gossip about people. And then the next little snippet would be like, she's a bitch. But, um... So unlike you. Right. So, so unlike there, you. There was a spot where I was like, I don't ever get drunk and get naked. And then you just see me with my pants around my ankles running over. Oh, my gosh. And there's like, I, I don't know where this video is. Well, no, I do. It's at the MTV offices. I'm sure it's probably been destroyed by now. And you just see me riding on a on a kid's uh, toy in a playground, just drunken ridiculousness. Oh, my gosh. And this all leads to another story, I promise. Okay. When I started working at the news station 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Survivor had really started. I think Survivor had just come out, or it was, it was it had been out for a while. And I, you know, one of my dreams is always, of course, to be on uh, Survivor. And um, I asked the staff at the TV station. I was like, "Hey, I really need help filling out this application." Um, I don't even know if I actually applied. Now that I think about it, but I asked them to give me three words that best describe <clears throat> me. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, okay. And I'll never forget this guy. Uh, he said, funny, smart, and self-promoting. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's accurate. Yeah, I will, I, will, I will promote myself for as long as I need to. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Self-promotion. That I will was, always That remember. was a pretty good description. I know, right? Funny, yeah. smart, and self-promoting. Absolutely. It, because, yes. you know what? If you don't toot your own... You, you have to toot your own horn. If you don't, no one else is going to do it for you. So, toot toot. I will toot toot myself. That sounds really bad. But I will toot toot myself forever. So... <laughs> I am anyway. not good at that. I, I can do it all day for other people. Like you... I, I can talk about you and give you compliments, you know, when I'm talking with other people, but I can't, I can, I'm not really comfortable tooting my own horn. I, what I'm not comfortable with is hearing other people mm-hmm. toot for me. It's really uncomfortable uh-huh. to get praise. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why that, I, I mean, I have, I have a theory, I have a theory, but um, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but I have a theory. So okay. um, we are trying a new system out. And you're the first guest to try it this way. Yay. It has a video chat option, which is just bizarre. So my guests can actually see if I'm paying attention to talking to them or not, mm-hmm. and, which I'm always. But um, <laughs> so hopefully the sound is much better going forward. We're going to we're going to test this out and see. So hopefully everybody, you can hear the sound better now. Um, we won't have so many crazy um, tech issues, uh, but we're going to see. So Beth... Let's tell everyone how we met. Now, I know you've listened to the show. I Uh don't have anyone ever give out their last names. Mm -hmm. um, Just because, and you know this as part of our community, that sometimes a lot of Mm -hmm. our LGBTQ uh, family members and allies can't always be um, out at their place of employment. Because in case our listeners don't know, it is still legal to fire openly gay and openly transgender um, employees in many of the states across the country. And so we have to protect each other's mm-hmm. identities a little bit. And I, it, it's just easier that way too. And it's for safety things as well. So um, right. how did we meet? Now, if you want to plug the organization, you can. I have not. I've always just called it Pride. Uh, because I mm-hmm. think it's better for right now. So how about we just call it Pride for right now? That's fine. I just say Pride. So tell tell just our listeners pride. how I magically and wonderfully graced your life with my <gasps> presence. 
Oh, and you did. Oh, gosh, Jason. That was like back in, what, 2014, 15? I think so. We've been friends for uh, at least six years now, I think. Yeah, it's. I think, yeah, it was probably yeah. late 2000, early 2000, oh. no, late 2014, I would say, right? Mid to late 2014, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, I had this really harebrained idea that, you know, I wanted to better the community that I live in for my wonderful son. And um, I decided it would be really neat that um, we actually add a pride celebration in the area that we live in here because, you know, it was a little close minded. So um, <laughs> myself and another colleague Jill, we decided, hey, yeah, this is a great idea. We're going to form some type of pride celebration and we have no money and we have lots of great ideas. So let's start having meetings and invite the community and maybe we can just have a barbecue. Okay. Right. I know. I know. (laughs) So fast forward a few months, we're at a local college and they were kind enough to allow us to host these public meetings there for free because again we had no money big ideas and who is in the room when i walk in but this amazing human jason i know it was me it was and you know i don't know when he started speaking i don't know I like that you're talking about me in third person though. i am but <laughs> well i mean people are listening so you know i'm trying to give them the picture you know we're all in this room together and and there's this this fun exuberant human sitting across the table and i don't know there was something about you though that i was like i think we're going to be friends the more you started talking like we clicked i could tell that we were kind of on the same wavelength um but i could also tell that you were somewhat skeptical of what we were about to embark on do you, do you and me to tell you were thinking what okay i, I, <laughs> I yeah friend, because I it's a, a funny go, story it is i had a friend come with me and i said listen <sighs> there's apparently some people out in our city that want to start a pride thing and i go i just want to see what it's about and if we are the youngest people in there we're bouncing out like after the meeting or in the first 20 <laughs> minutes because i don't want a bunch of old people trying to plan a pride <laughs> Whatever. I know. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I was the youngest Mm -hmm. one there. (laughs) Stop it. I, when I honestly, after I was there and listening to everybody talk, I really, at that point was like, this is legit. Okay. They have ideas. And, um, we did, we instantly clicked. I think that you and I are both idea people. Yes. And we don't always think about goal number one. Yeah, goal number one is important, but we're also looking at goal number two, three, seven, ten. And I think that's why mm-hmm. um, we both also have really high expectations of ourselves, which then yes. kind of relates to our expectations of others. So right. I think that's the other thing that kind of connected us. And, um, you know, we're, we're close in age and we have a lot of similar interests. So... It's just, just natural that we, I think it's natural that we gravitate to those people. Now, Sarah and I talked in episode three about auras and just like, sometimes you just feel that 
connection with someone that you you can't really explain. It's just you're like, oh, okay. Like with Pam mm-hmm. and I, I truly believe Pam and I met in a former life. I just there's no doubt in my mind that that didn't happen. I don't think we've mm-hmm. ever been married, but I truly believe you know that she and I met in a in a former life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I just remember being like, okay, this all right. They have an idea. <laughs> what, and then I remember being like, well, what, how can I help? And mm-hmm. I will never forget when I got told, you can be the entertainment chair right. and uh, you have no money. Get get a band for free. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what a guitar is called. Like, I know guitar. <laughs> and um, here you, we are. I know. Here we are six years later. Yeah. Get ready and- to have our sixth festival. I know. And you completely rose to the challenge and like went beyond that. And um, yeah, I think you and I, we had like our vision and we like melded together Mm -hmm. like immediately. And I, I think from the start kind of considered you my right hand, you know, when this whole thing began, like I, we, (laughs) can I tell you my secretness? I knew yes. that you and Jill were in charge, and I was like, I want to be a trifecta. How can I be a part of that trifecta? I need to make myself... I'm not going to lie. I was like, I need to make myself stand out more. I want to be a leader, so whatever task, mm-hmm. I don't care what it is, I will do it. But I, I want you all to know, like, I, I can do more than just go get a band. Like, I, I can do more. You, I, mm-hmm. I want you to give me that opportunity. And mm-hmm. you both did like, and you've both been great mentors just in life in general too. Um, it's really, funny. oh yeah. I, I mean, honestly, think about the time. Like, there are times that I've come to you for whether you know it or not. I'm coming to you for advice. You know me. I don't like to ask for help. That is a that is a no a struggle that I have all the time. We've we've I've been trying to work on that with you and support yeah. you as my friend. Yeah. Like. You're really important to me. And I know we've had conversations about this, but yeah, um, you help me in ways that you don't even realize. And now I'm finding that I am, it sounds like I'm returning the favor and they didn't realize that. Yeah. So I, I love because I don't really want to consider pride a job, but it is a job. It's a job. Mm -hmm. I mean, we work Mm -hmm. all year on a festival and then, Mm -hmm. you know, my role has changed multiple times. Yes. You keep pulling me back in. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we really start to become closer to the people that we spend a lot of time with, whether it's work or school or whatever. And we we build those connections because I and I or sometimes disconnections, too, because right. sometimes you work right. too much with somebody and you're like, I hate everything about you. Please go away. <laughs> But, I mean, it happens. It happens. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said that about you since we've been working together. Well, that's nice. I know others have. So No, um, I have not. And <laughs> No, and it's funny because when we're working together, you know, and things are going crazy, I, I spend, in, you know, if you want to edit this out, but I, I tell Frank, I'm like, I'm going to go spend time with my pride husband now. <laughs> so <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> but it's true. I mean... If you think about it, we're both leaders of the organization, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we are kind of the parents, if you will. Um, and it is like, and that's kind of what our relationship should be as leaders. We should be, we should be able to 
agree and we should also be able to i don't want to use the word disagree but also challenge each other to think differently or say you know it's a great idea but Mm -hmm. here's this thought or you know it's a great idea have you thought about this right another thing that i wanted to talk about with you because i think it's a fascinating thing that not a lot of people really think about is you know you wanted to start this product organization for your son and you and i have had some conversations about Mm -hmm. a parent's journey as a child is coming out and i you said Mm -hmm. to me it was like a death and i was like wow that's okay that's a little dark but can you from a parent's perspective what is it like when your your child comes out to you what were some of those feelings and the reason i'm asking beth about this everyone is is you're the vice president of a local chapter of uh, p flag and so you deal a lot with other parents and individuals in the community so can you talk about from your own personal experiences i guess what it was Mm -hmm. like when you when when your son came out well for me it was it was a big surprise i didn't expect it um i didn't suspect it either he had dated girls in middle school um we always were like the hangout house for his friends so it was always a good mix of you know guys girls but he usually always had a girlfriend so um for me when he told me he was a freshman in high school and my initial reaction um was i just was scared for him and i wanted to protect him the school that he attended for high school um at that time there was still a lot of rural areas Mm -hmm. um in the area where he went to high school and i knew that once people found out not only was he going to lose friends but i figured he would probably be bullied and that's exactly what happened um which really happens i don't think people realize when we use the term bully it's an umbrella term because mm -hmm. there are so many things that happen like bullying could just be simply um telling somebody that something is gay Right. right. Like, oh, that's so gay, which just mm-hmm. annoys me because what you're I remember I had a conversation with someone once about that. I was like, can you not say that? And they're like, well, that I'm not meaning it in a bad way. I just mean it's stupid. And I go, what, what you're saying, though, is you're equating me with being stupid. And I'll forget they were like, no, you're one of the smartest people I know. And I was like, well, then as one of the smartest people, you know, I'm telling you, you cannot say it that way anymore. Mm-hmm. So bullying really does encompass so many things and it can be just simply as somebody whispering about you behind your back but loud enough for you to hear Mm -hmm. right or it can be physical unfortunately Mm -hmm. um social i mean social media bullying or cyber bullying is insanity Mm -hmm. so knowing all those things and, and worrying about his safety what was the once you moved past that safety aspect what were your other because I know number one was concern, but what were some of the other feelings that you were going through when he told you? Um, yeah, definitely scared for him. Um, I was also sad um, because I was thinking 
you know, when you have a baby and for, for me and Frank personally, um, it was difficult for us to finally, you know, get, get pregnant. So the fact that we were even able to have him was um, somewhat short of a miracle. So um, we weren't able to have any more children. And looking at that, and of course, when you become a parent, every parent has these ideas in their head of what's going to happen. You know, they want their child to have a good time in school. They want them to be getting good grades. They want them to go on to college. They want them to have a career. They want them to be married. So now those ideas that society, you know, had sort of um, placed in my head, everything came to a halt because our son's gay and his future's going to look different. He's always going to have to tell somebody that whole thought process of, wow, I've had this beautiful son and now his life is going to be so much different. Um, we may never be grandparents. You know, I had, I had to like lose sort of the idea of, wow, I'm probably never going to have a chance to be a grandparent. There may be no, no grandkids in our future. Um, is he ever going to be able to be married? Is he ever going to be able to, you know, have a partner? All of those things came flooding. Are we going to be able to tell our family and as our family and our friends, are they going to accept him? I mean, those are literally the thoughts that ran through my head. Um, the idea of, you know, do I love my son? Absolutely. I would never have turned him away or anyone. Unconditionally, I loved him. Um, I did take a couple weeks and ask him a lot of personal questions. <laughs> you so know, just to mother. make sure. <laughs> like, are you sure? You know, I Let need to know this. this. And I was like, you don't need to know that. I yes. remember telling her that was none of her business. There were so many questions she asked, mm -hmm. and I was like, you don't need to know. Um, but I think hearing that, though. When, when Zach and I had a really different relationship, you know. I was going to say, when we first started talking about that, like, I remember the first time I heard your story, we were on a, a panel at a local college that invited us to come and talk about our coming out stories or, you know, you know, coming out as either an ally or as a member of the community or whatever. And I remember being like, I've never mm -hmm. thought about my parents' journey because... I'm thinking about my journey, right? Like my journey is the most important right. to me because it's my journey, right? And I didn't, I, I always remember one time my, my mom had outed me to somebody else and it wasn't that I was <clears throat> mad at her. I was just like, you don't get to do that. And she's like, well, this is new to me and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I when I think about that now, I realize what she was saying is I'm trying to show you I support you, but this is new. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You, you're not talking about it. Like, I don't know, you know, as a parent, you have these ideas of how to be a parent or you just, you kind of figure it out, some people. And um, mm -hmm. I think that, <laughs> you know, if you don't have any kids that are that are part of the community that come out to you, you're just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, what? I mean, right. You know, it's, I don't know. It's so you interesting. Have, he had, he, he had years just like you, you had mm -hmm. years, even though it, you came out later in life, mm -hmm. you, you processed it and you identified it 
and knew about it a long time. And once you said those words to your parents and once he said those words to us, it was like, okay, I'm free. But we as parents, you've only given us 30 seconds and (laughs) you put up a wall of like, okay, 30 seconds, I'm gay and we're just moving on and you don't need to ask any more questions. Well, that's, that, that's not me, but Zach was allowed me a lot of grace. Mm -hmm. Um, Thankfully, we had a really, really open relationship and we talked about a lot of things that I'm sure some parents wouldn't even want to know about their children. Um, And I was able to ask him those questions that you probably told your mom. Yeah, I'm not answering that. (laughs) Um, So he did answer those questions for me. Do you, let me ask this. Do you feel like your relationship grew stronger because he finally was able to tell you who he was? Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. Because when he was in middle school, he was really, really struggling. He was not doing well in school. Um, When he was at home, he was so angry a lot of the time. Um, he just wouldn't listen. Now he's, he's ADHD and he also dealt with like anxiety as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so he was treated medically for his ADHD in school because without it, he couldn't focus on anything. Um, but middle school, I was ready to sell him to the highest bidder. (laughs) Like if somebody would have offered me some decent dollars, I was like, please take him. Um, we, he and I butted heads so much, but now once he came out, all of that made sense. Mm -hmm. And yes, it completely changed our relationship as mother and son. That was really, I think the time when he and I became closer, like it sort of worked its way up to that. Um, when he entered high school and then, you know, we were becoming closer, but prior to that, I mean, you know, clearly that's when he knew who he was. His friends knew who he was. Um, he had already come out to them. (laughs) He just, he told me I wasn't ready. I, uh, well, I was going to say the reason I brought it up is, um, I had the same relationship with my parents too, for a much longer period of time. Like I was always angry. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want them to know what was going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, because I was still processing it. And I remember having a conversation with um, an older friend who was gay. And he was like, well, how's your relationship with your parents now? And I was like, oh, you know, my dad is one of my closest friends. Like, I can talk to my dad for hours about whatever. And he was like, you know why that is? And I go, no. He goes, because he knows who you are. He goes, for years, you didn't let him know who you were. And now he knows who you are. You're confident, Mm -hmm. you can talk, you can have your opinions, you can disagree, um, you can have adult conversations with your dad, you can talk about whatever, because he knows who you are. You've allowed him to have that opportunity to really get to know you. And I thought about, I've I've always thought about that, because it's true. And, And I don't, I don't know if, not every person in the LGBTQ plus community has the same coming out story, no. right? Um, We've your heard son so and I many. are super lucky. We have very supportive families. 
But you and I both know that mm-hmm. there are so many kids out there and young adults and adults who don't have those supportive environments. Right. And I never take that for granted. Um, mm-hmm. Years ago, I was on a cruise with my family and um, and Tracy, who will be on the show in July, everybody, because everybody's asking when's when's you know <laughs> Tracy coming on the show? She'll be on in July. But we went on this family cruise, and I was like, oh, you know, on Carnival they put a little, or they used to. I haven't been on a cruise in a couple of years, but they put a little note next to things, and if it says like FOD, well, it's a friend of Dorothy, and that means that's where all the gays are gonna hang out. And oh, um, oh yeah, it's interesting. So <laughs> I was like, hey, Tracy, let's go hang out here, and she was like, oh, why? And I was like, because where all the gays are gonna be, and I want to, I'm single on this cruise, and I'm gonna get drunk, and you know, hopefully make a husband <laughs> out of someone. And uh, so we ended up hanging out and I met some of the most amazing members of the queer community. And um, we became really good friends. I still talk to uh, a few of them. Um, And this was, oh my gosh, this was probably like seven years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And one night my parents came to the FOD meeting. They did. Yeah. And they were just like, you know, I was like, oh, everybody, this is my parents. And everybody was just really kind of like, why are your parents here? And I was like, no, no, they're really cool. You can be out to them. And um, Mm -hmm. the next night at dinner, my parents and I were talking and I'll never forget it. My dad was like, I didn't realize how lucky you were. (laughs) And I go, what? (laughs) What do you mean? And he was like, you know, we were talking to some of your new friends and He's like, we just found out how many of them have been kicked out of their houses because of who they are. And your mom and I just couldn't imagine that. Like, how do you just get rid of your kid? How do you do that? And he still talks about that moment. Um, He had a conversation with his dad, my grandfather, uh, who I'm going to give a shout out because by the time this episode airs, he -hmm. will have had his 99th birthday. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? Oh, wow. So happy birthday, granddad. Happy birthday. uh, (laughs) And um, he was telling him and my grandfather was just like, but why? Right. And this is, you Mm -hmm. know, these are different generations of people. Right. We're still trying to understand, like, why? Like, you had compassion and worry and concern and love. Mm-hmm. And so did my parents. Now, it took them a little bit of time. Uh, you know, there's they had some mm-hmm. struggles. But yeah. some parents, some parents are right in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. And you got some that are far to the right, which is like super supportive. I love you. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna be out there at the at the pride parade screaming with your shirt, with my fa- your face on my shirt with a big flag, and that's me, right? And then you've got <laughs> others who go the complete left side of things, right? Which are you know you're going to hell or you're disgrace, you're disgusting, whatever. I don't even know if you know the answer to this. Why do you think that is? Why do you think some parents go to extremes versus? at least in the the manageable, as we like to call it, the manageable middle. Why do you think some parents go to extremes? I don't know if you know the answer or not, but what do you think? Well, here's what I can tell you that I've learned from um, attending PFLAG meetings for the last six years, that what parents, some parents struggle with is their faith convictions. Mm that a lot of it is based in what whatever faith that they were brought up in. And even though they know that they love their child, 
um, their faith has told them that homosexuality is a sin. So how do they get past that? That is what some parents have a struggle with. Now, for, fortunately, the majority of the parents that I've come in contact with um, are able to work through the faith struggle. Um, I mean, the only thing that for me, uh, there was no struggle because I, I am what I call myself like a recovering Catholic. Um, I grew up Catholic. <laughs> I went to Catholic school. But, you know, me and the Catholic faith, um, my mom, uh, my parents were not, they, my parents were beyond their years, um, mm-hmm. kind of in raising my, my sister and I. Um, my mom called herself a cafeteria Catholic. Like she... <laughs> She knew that this is the basis of everything, but she also taught my sister and I to like think for ourselves. And anyone who's grown up Catholic knows that that's not what happens. <laughs> so that's my mom, yeah, my mom was very um, sometimes unpopular um, in you know our our school and church community because you know she was sort of outspoken in that way. Um, but it was a gift, you know, for my sister and I. So. Um, pretty much every other family just followed what they were supposed to and did the things that the church told them and we didn't do that. Mm. Um, so it really is for a lot of parents, they can't get beyond um, the struggle of what that their child has come out to them, whether they're lesbian, gay, um, non-binary. Non-binary is really difficult for people to mm-hmm. um, to grapple with. They they don't understand it. Um, a lot of it, from what I have under what I have seen, has it really comes down to faith. They mm-hmm. love their child, but I need to reconcile this with my faith. You know, I'm not good at any transitions on any of my shows. So um, I appreciate you, you know, coming on and really talking about this. Um, the parents' journey because I, it is it is fascinating to me to think about what other people go through because we are so focused as an, as a member of the community we we tend to be so much focused uh, a little bit more focused on ourselves mm-hmm. uh, and as we should be because it's you know it's our journey it's our journey and we're trying to figure out who we are and what we got going on and and all of those things so um, it's fascinating to me that uh to hear a parent's side so i really appreciate that thank you so much uh Mm -hmm. for doing that Um, my pleasure it's a you know but i also like it because you and i have had these conversations off the air multiple times we have about just different things and and we have been on panels together and talked about those things and did all that and And some of those have been interesting yeah i mean it's you know and I hope to be able to talk more about those things. I think, you know, when I first started trying to come up with like, what should I do for Pride Month? And I was like, oh, well, I should probably have like an actual theme. And so I thought, well, what what could we talk about that maybe some of my friends don't really know? And I, the first thought was, of course, was to have you on mm-hmm. to talk about what a parent goes through uh, when your child comes out. And then... Yeah, I have some other things that are going to be coming up. I, I'm, I'm going to tease some of them. We're going to have a local drag queen coming on soon. Um, mm. You know, I have um, some some other exciting people that I think are fascinating, and I'm really interested to have them come on and talk and just have people who may not understand everything in the community mm-hmm. but are willing to um, 
to have the conversation. Yeah, and yeah. and and be a part of what is uh, you know what's what's actually happening. So um, that's that's how we get those movable middle people, Jason. Is having those conversations exactly? It truly, truly is. That's exactly that's exactly how we do it. Is we just start to have a conversation and just give you that little that little well bit of a of a nugget to yep. think about. And mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, well, I think it's time to move into our first segment. And eventually, once I figure out how to make this podcast a little more fancy. <laughs> with music and, and such. Uh, we'll have some theme music and things like that. But Ooh. we're going to move into uh, uh, Did You Hear About This? Which is uh, created by my friend Tracy because whenever she has news, she says, Did You Hear About This? Although ever since she's heard the podcast, she's not said it once. Oh, you're like, kidding. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I didn't know I said that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you totally did. <laughs> totally did. So, um now, for the past couple of episodes, we've been playing a game called Show Me State or Not in My State. Okay. Uh, which is a fun game. Yes. But, but. You make it tricky. I do. <laughs> yes. I decided for Pride Month. Oh, boy. And for specifically your episode that we would play a game called Pride, Not Prejudice. Oh. And uh, all it is is simply I'm going to read you a question about pride related trivia. Oh my gosh, okay. Or LGBT history-related trivia. And we're just going to see what you know. And if you don't know something, it's totally okay. Because as we have talked about, we that's how we learn. Like you and I, and really just anyone, as long as you're willing to have that conversation mm-hmm. and you're willing to learn, um, it really shows people in our community that you do have some compassion, that you do care. So... Um, I have five questions and a bonus question if you want. So, okay. uh, question number one is, yes. uh-huh. which U.S. city had the largest pride celebration last year, stating that there were four million people in attendance? Ooh. Which city in the U.S.? stated that they had four million people attend their pride festival slash parade so i'm just gonna go with new york you are correct it was new york city yeah um (laughs) which is amazing yeah i would have a panic attack if we had those numbers yeah i don't even know what i would would cry Uh (laughs) that would be like it would shut down the entire city we live in we'd be getting paid jason if we had those kind of numbers (laughs) now i have another one and i want to see what you think because i didn't know this until i looked this up all right do you know which other country in the world tied with new york city and had four million people at their pride event oh which country you don't have to get the city. I'm just looking just for the, the country? country. Yeah. Wow. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Spain. It's a good guess. And, you know, you c- could be correct. You're not, but, you know, you could be. But, okay. <laughs> um, I was honestly surprised by this, but it's Brazil. Ah, 
uh, Sao Paulo, that, yeah. Brazil, states that they had four million people at their pride as well. Wow. And uh, I was like, oh my, okay, that's amazing. I, I <laughs> bet that's insane down there. I bet it's insane in New York too. My mm-hmm. uh, my friend Cameron, who um, has been listening to the show, and I miss him and love him and can't wait to get him on, um, <laughs> lived in New York, has been to New York Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said that parade lasted for what seemed like eight hours. <laughs> but oh my um, gosh, could you? I can't even handle no. Two hour parade. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I gotta get him on too. Um, <laughs> I do. I love him. I very much miss him. But uh, he lives in another state, which is why I miss him. But oh. anyway, um, okay. Let's get back to some trivia's. What's my question? Um, how many colors? Did the original pride flag have? I don't want to know the colors right now. No. How many did it have? Which is a, a clue <laughs> that mm-hmm. it's different than today's rainbow pride flag. Right. I'm counting. Uh, was it? <laughs> was it eight? Holy shit! Yeah, it was eight. Yes. <laughs> 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 it was hot pink, red, orange, yellow, green, turquoise, indigo, and violet. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Jeez, and what were nerd. the significance of those colors? Well, I'm getting ready to ask. That's question number four. Okay. Which color represents nature on the current pride flag? We're looking at the on current flag. Yeah. Represents nature? Yeah. Which color um, on the current pride flag represents nature is it green it is green yay so red is the color of life orange is for healing yellows for sunlight green is nature blue for harmony and purple for spirit now if i remember correctly i think pink a long time ago was for uh sexuality i think or sex but i don't remember honestly i'd have to go back and look Mm -hmm. and maybe i can find that answer before our next episode um so speaking of flags Yes. There are so many flags, which are amazing. I just saw a new one today that I'd never seen before. Really? Uh, Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, It's, um, it's a, so as you and I have learned, um, Mm -hmm. it's wonderful now that there's this spectrum of identities and spectrum of sexualities, right? Yeah. Yes. And each uh, group, I guess is the word, each Mm -hmm. Se- uh, subset of those has their own flag and these flags are beautiful and we're starting to see more and more and um i have a question for you about a flag and i'm pretty sure you're gonna get this 100 correct oh gosh <laughs> which color or, i'm sorry which flag has the colors light blue pink and white uh i you know this one is, think about it is that the trans flag it is the trans yay flag. yes <laughs> It is. You were easy on me. Thank I you. Was. I was like, do I want to destroy our friendship tonight? I love you. <laughs> or do I want to be nice? Yes. Because um, we there's so many. There are um, more. And I... I try to learn one or two of them every like month or so so that I can understand and be a little bit more respectful. But there are a ton mm-hmm. of flags um, yep. and they're all beautiful, like mm-hmm. because they all represent something about that individual. And I, and I love it. Um, yep. All right. You ready for the you want to do the bonus question? Let's do the bonus. I'm doing pretty good. So you, you know. are. I don't know how many you got <laughs> right because I stopped. I didn't count. 
So I think I only uh, missed one. Yeah, I think it was Brazil. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> um, what year? Now, this one's multiple choice. Oh, boy. OK. All right. I like that. What year was P flag founded? Was it 1973, 1979, 1985, or 1990? I think it was 1979. Oh, 73? It was 73. Ah, shoot. <laughs> I was going to say 73, and I'm like, no, it sounds like it was later. I should know that because, you know. It's okay. It was a tricky one, and I I mean, I've given, I've given the speech <laughs> before, you know? Right. <laughs> Right. It's too funny. Um, I was looking up all these facts and stuff, and it was just really interesting to see a lot of the stuff that that is out there. And mm-hmm. um, I love Pride Trivia. I'm going to try to do it some more um, throughout the month, just little tidbits, so people get to know a little bit more about why we celebrate um, Pride. And speaking of, I'm going to ask you that. Why do you personally celebrate? What does Pride mean to you? Why do you celebrate Pride? Well, for me... Um, I have learned, I think, so many things about pride. I think it had a different meaning for me when I started this journey. Um, But now, um, for me, it is out of, uh, it has to do with a lot, the respect, the community, um, the day to actually celebrate um, where the community has come from, all of the people that have gone before, Um, the elders in the LGBTQ community, what they have done, the work that they have put in to be able to give some of the, I don't want to say freedoms, that's really not the right term, but all the work that they have done to create the progress that's been made. that is what pride means to me now. It's a celebration of t- to honor all of that work, all of that hard work that the individuals in the community have done and to celebrate the individuals who are in the community for one day, just one day, if the rest of the year they can't be who they are for whatever reason, that this is your day that you can celebrate and you can be proud and you can live your truth among people who are like-minded and who are non-judgmental and who are loving. And you should be who you are every day. But if this is the only day you can do it, then happy pride. That's right. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm I getting goosebumps, it. Jason. That's what I do here. <laughs> I'm a great interviewer. Somebody should hire me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have like 13 spinoff ideas for my show. Oh, I'm so shocked. <laughs> so shocked. You know, but we're not we're not ready for any of those. I want to get this one down pretty good before I can start doing some spinoffs. But I have some really good ideas coming up mm-hmm. um, that maybe we can start doing later, maybe in 2021. Um, we'll see. But uh, excellent. All right. Awesome. Well, I think that is a uh, great point for us to move into the next thing because um, I, as you know, I'm a big fan of entertainment. So it's time yes. for our next segment. That's an entertainment. Yay. And uh, I <laughs> added a new segment to last week's show. It's my new favorite segment. It's called What You Been Binging, Bestie? <laughs> 
<laughs> I think you should do that with an English accent. I don't watch know your, why. I'm sorry. Hold on. What you been binging there, bestie? Yes. So, what you um, been binging? What you been binging? And uh, <laughs> this is a segment where I like to talk about and learn about new shows that people have been binging or music or books or arts and crafts or whatever. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Anyway, it's uh, last time Rachel and I did it, and she recommended an amazing show that Tracy also recommended. So I had two, and then I had to watch it. Um, and I was like, oh, this is such a good idea. I can see what my friends are watching. So, Beth, what's right now, what's one show that you just recently binged or that you would recommend to people to binge? So I just got finished watching Dead to Me. Mm. And wow. I haven't finished the second season yet. Don't no spoilers. Oh man. It's just a like on the edge of your seat is this are they really are things really going to continue to keep happening? Like every single episode it's just on the edge of your seat. Yeah. So that that's one of my favorites. Um I just got done with Hollywood. Oh, such a good one. It was, but I need more. It it it's not enough. Um, Patty Lapone was outstanding. Oh, I could just sit there and watch her and Holland Taylor have a conversation about <laughs> yes. just bullshit. And it was, mm-hmm. I, I watched Hollywood too. And I, nothing against the younger actors, mm-hmm. but man, when Patty Lapone was on there, or oh, yeah. any of the actors of a higher age, let's yes. put it. Um, those younger kids, man, they didn't stand a chance. Like those, it was no. just such powerful performances. Mm-hmm. I was like, give Patty the Emmy now. Right. Just give it to her. Right. Give yes. her the Emmy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved uh, Hollywood. I thought it was a beautiful show. Um, I loved the guy portraying Rock Hudson and yeah. his little boyfriend who uh-huh. was just, Yeah. Not yeah. surprised that I was in love with him. Of course. And uh, it was it was <laughs> such a good show. And I liked, though, I went out and researched a lot of stuff afterwards. Um, the So Jim Parsons played Rock Hudson's agent. Oh, and I do not like that character. It's oh. a real, he's a real person. Is he really? Yeah, he's a real person who used to oh. do stuff like that all the time. So that's what I was going to say. A lot of them portrayed real people or snippets mm-hmm. of real people. Right. So... Um, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. recommend that. Um, and Dead to Me stars, it's uh, Christina Applegate and mm-hmm. Linda Cardinelli, right? Yes, yes. That first season was epic. I need to start it. I might get through it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been binging two shows. I just finished one. Um, I am discovering older shows that went off the air. Or maybe only oh. got like a season or two. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, I don't, I'm, I have nothing going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get up, I go to work, and then I go to the couch. Mm-hmm. And um, so did you ever watch True Blood? No, I have never First watched of it. All, let's get you a subscription to like HBO or Showtime or whatever it is. And you need yeah. to watch True Blood. But there was a, another show that was on NBC in 2016. I think it was 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, it's not a spinoff, but it's written in the same, it's written by the same author. And mm-hmm. when she wrote the, it's a book series too. When she wrote the books for True Blood, a lot of the characters transferred from 
each book series. So okay. the show is called Midnight Texas. I've never, I don't even remember that one. I know. It's really sad. So it's Midnight hmm. Texas. It was, it's on the <laughs> NBC app. And it, first of all, it's, it's going to be so mean. It's not that, it's not that great. Oh. But uh-huh. it started out real, you know, I almost was like, I'm like, I can't handle this. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. And it, then I fell in love with the characters and then mm-hmm. I just stopped caring about acting and writing. And I was like, okay, I really like this show. Like if it, I don't even know if it's out on DVD. If it is, I'll buy it. Like I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, it only got two seasons, 10 episodes each. It's about <laughs> this uh, ridiculously attractive man um, <laughs> who is a psychic but he's kind of a fake psychic. Mm-hmm. But also he can he can talk to the dead. He can see dead spirits and they can possess him mm-hmm. if he allows them to. Mm. And um, he has to leave town suddenly and he takes his grandmother's old Winnebago <laughs> or RV and she died in the RV. So her spirit travels with him. Oh my gosh. I love her. She's an old gypsy woman. And she's like, (laughs) listen, you'll be safe when you get to Midnight, Texas. Mm -hmm. So he gets to this weird town that like basically has like four stores in it and a restaurant and a hotel. It's bizarre. (laughs) Um, The town is mystical in the fact that it's a gateway. So it it attracts different types of people with... um, different supernatural abilities so there's Mm -hmm. like a vampire who's in love with a trained assassin who's not a vampire she's a human there is a witch there is a a priest who is not a werewolf because that's boring no 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 Uh, he's a (laughs) were tiger Mm -hmm. so he turns into a tiger on a full moon okay right okay yeah and (laughs) i'm not done yet no, no, oh, no. There's more? Yeah, there's two other characters. <laughs> oh, my there's gosh. There's a fallen okay. angel. Oh. Okay. Who hides his wings, but he has them. Where does and, he hide them? Uh, they uh, live inside of his back. So when, oh. he, uh, when, he t- when his wings come out, his back basically splits open. That sounds really uncomfortable. Yeah. And oh. he is, he's married <laughs> to a man, which is wonderful, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's cute. You know, okay. Uh, the guy that he's married to uh-huh. was born half demon, <gasps> so they're an angel demon marriage. Oh, stop it! It's amazing. So, and it's a, it's like all these things that are happening. Like there's a bunch of demons that want to take over the town. There's vampires. There's succubies. Oh my um, god! Each season has a big overall bad, and um, it's cheesy and it's wonderful. <laughs> and you got to get past the first two episodes. <laughs> Um, I highly recommend Midnight Texas. Midnight I am going to tell everyone I know Midnight mm. Texas. So the NBC app is free right now. It's not Peacock yet. You can okay. binge all the episodes. You'll just have to watch with commercials. Mm-hmm. But um, Midnight Texas, it's 20 episodes. I, I honestly binged it in three days. Wow. Because that's how much I liked it. Um, and because I'm in love with the lead character. Um, uh-huh. Because he is just so easy on the eyes. Um, <laughs> and everybody in, in the town has a secret. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil one of their secrets, but it was pretty shocking. Like, I was like, oh, wow, that came out of left field. Like, I wasn't even expecting it. Um, <laughs> there's a murder mystery the first season. 
um, and when Ooh. the killer is revealed, mm-hmm. I was like, no. I was so <laughs> surprised. Um, so Midnight Texas is my first one. And then um, I just got the HBO Now app, basically. Mm-hmm. And you know I love a good drag show. Yes. I know you do as well. I do. So on HBO, there is a new drag show. And it oh. stars Bob the Drag Queen, oh. Shangela, and Eureka O'Hare, who've oh all been on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And it's called We're Here. And mm. what they do is they travel around the country to, like, small towns mm-hmm. and do a drag makeovers and Uh-oh. do a drag show in the town. And yes. at first I was like, all right, is this going to be any good? Am I going to like it? Now, I... This is a surprise because I wasn't going to talk about this tonight. Mm-hmm. I started watching it last night. I watched five hours last night. <laughs> so I guess it's good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to tell you right now because you're you're emotional like I am. Uh-huh. I cried every episode. <clears throat> oh. Every episode. And um, so each episode has three or more people that they turn into drag queens or help become better drag queens. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really get to know these people. But the first episode, this is how I knew I was going to like it. This woman wanted to dress in drag and they they did a uh, bio drag for her. So if those that aren't mm-hmm. listening that don't know what that means, that's when a woman... Uh, dresses like a drag queen so they they embody a drag queen in their hair their makeup their clothing choices all that right and they call them bio queens bio queens yeah and the reason that she wanted to do the drag show was because her daughter came out to her a few years ago as a as bisexual and uh she reacted to the far left told her she was going to hell um had the church praying for her told her business to everybody and the daughter moved out and she's mm. just, you know, she's trying to make amends. She's now part of the free hugs, free mom hugs unit and the town. And mm-hmm. uh, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second episode is wonderful as well. Um, the third one, however, took place here in Branson, Missouri. Stop it. Really? And Branson was not welcoming. They actually got the police called on them multiple times. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, it's what everybody says. Not my favorite place at all. I mean, I want to go at Christmas, but... Uh, well, I've heard it's very pretty at Christmas, but yeah. I just, I am, I don't, I've been and I just, I don't know. I don't feel right there. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't I'll have an issue in. there too, but yeah. um, I encourage you, I don't know if you have HBO, but you know, go get it. And uh, you need to watch yeah. We're Here. Uh, the last, ep- I, I don't know how many episodes are in the season. I'm very confused. I'm on episode five. I know another one is airing either tonight or tomorrow. I will mm-hmm. be watching at least one of them tonight before I go to bed or probably both knowing me. And mm-hmm. um, But I am, I'm not kidding, y'all. You have got to watch We're Here. It's just We're Here. We're Here. We're Here. And um, if you love Bob the Drag Queen, uh, who I would date Bob. Um, <laughs> if you love Shangela, and I would date Shangela. Um, <laughs> and Eureka. Um, oh. I I want to be best friends with, with Eureka. Like, I... Eureka is extra. With, I love her. I would hang Ex. out with her every day. So yeah. um, anyway, those are the two that I think are absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Um, there is and, a sh- there's a show on TLC right now that's similar. Mm. Um, these are not drag queens that I have ever heard of. Um, it's called Dragnificent. Oh, um, okay. 
And they're doing, it sounds like, a little bit similar things. Like, they're going to different places across the U.S., and they're they're making people over. Um, you know, some of these people, um, one episode was about an individual who hasn't changed her look in I don't know how many years, lost a bunch of weight, not comfortable yet in, the, in her own skin, mm-hmm. and um, is running like a food truck. And so they come in and basically they glam these people. And you're right. It's like they are really making a difference in mm-hmm. these people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. So these shows sound very, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. So... It, uh, I expect you to watch Midnight Texas, and we'll talk about it next week. I'll give Midnight you a call. Texas, and then see if you can, you know, figure out HBO. Um, can we? Can we just talk about? There's one. There's one thing I did watch again. Oh yeah, and and I know you and I have talked about it just briefly, but it, I don't know why this show is like so impactful for me. But um, I have it. I own it on DVD, um, and that's Queers Folk. Oh, it's an iconic show. It is. Can I just tell you as a as a, as a mom of a gay son, I learned so much from that series. It's, it, I don't know. It was very eye-opening. And I think about when they did that in 2000, you know, to now. Yep. I mean, it's, there's so many things that are still relevant today that need changing. I remember when we would get free subscription time to like Showtime, was that, that was on Showtime, right? It was on Showtime. I remember mm-hmm. I would, I would sneak watch it. I would, I would set an alarm <laughs> to get up late at like 2 a.m. when no one yeah. was around, uh-huh. when I hadn't come out yet to my family and I would watch it. I would watch as mm-hmm. many episodes as I could. I would watch the same episode mm-hmm. over and over because that show really did help me start to be like, it's okay to be you. You just have mm-hmm. to, you got to move out and figure out life. <laughs> Right. It's just pretty much what I told myself. Yeah. But I've gotten very, I've gotten very like involved. Like there's a whole thing on Twitter about, you know, people who are in like Queers Folk fans Mm -hmm. that um, they want the whole series to come back. And I think that uh, like Peter Page, who was on there, who played Mm -hmm. Emmett, um, Mm -hmm. he's, he's actually like a writer producer of like the Fosters and a couple of the, yeah. So I kind of follow a lot of the actors and there is Mm. a resurgence, um, for Queers Folk to come back. And I think that before COVID, you know, started that they were in the works of doing that. And probably everything else was, why not? But with the original cast, like everyone who's on, you know, Twitter and the big campaign is, is like Netflix needs to pick it up or Showtime that it needs to come back with the original cast. We're going to horribly transition now into <laughs> everybody's favorite game, Uh-oh. Golden Girls Trivia. Oh my gosh. Yes, that's right. Golden Girls Trivia, or as I oh. call it, Trivia. Um <laughs> So what we've been doing the past few episodes is we have been having my guests play 10 rounds of Golden Girls trivia questions. And uh, what we're going to do is the winner, whoever gets the most, will uh, get a special Golden Girls themed prize. Um, I know what it is. I just don't have it yet. So I can't can't give any way more clues. Okay. um, So far... Tiffany has played, Sarah has played, and Rachel has played. Uh, Tiffany and Sarah are in the lead for four out of ten questions right. 
and they are two huge Golden Girls fans. <laughs> and then Rachel, unfortunately, is in last place because she only got two right. But that was a celebration because we don't celebrate anything. But, you know, you learn from failure. So, <laughs> all right. How we do this is I'm going to read you nine questions. They're either okay. going to be regular Golden Girls trivia, dating trivia from the Golden Girls show, or uh, a quote. Okay. All right. So typically your answers are simply just going to be the girls' names. However, I've noticed in some of the trivia questions, it might be about a city or a place or an item or whatever. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you nine questions first. And in the last round, you get to choose which category you want. Okay. All right. A little so nervous. Start, it's okay. We're going to start <sighs> right off with um, regular trivia. Okay. And see if you can get this one. This is interesting. I didn't know this. All right. So hold on. I got to write my, my score sheet down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which golden girl appeared on an episode of Blossom? Oh. Um, let's see. Was it Dorothy? Uh, very close. It was, it was Sophia. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Starting off on a roll. I know. All right. We are moving into a quote. And I watched both of those shows. I'm disappointed in myself. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Which of the girls said this? There should be a certain age where you have to turn your life, where you have to turn your life in like a library book. Hmm. That sounds like a Sophia thing. Yeah. No, it was Rose. Was Rose? It was Rose. I'm so sorry to tell you. <sighs> well, like I said, this game's gonna go quick. Okay. I know. <laughs> let's let's do some uh, dating trivia here. Okay. Who dated Lech, Doctor Elliot Clayton? He was a Lech. I Lech. Lecherous. Huh. Which of the ladies? Was it Blanche? You would think it was Blanche because, she, as I said in the previous episode, she's an old hoe. Uh, but but it was Dorothy. You are right. It was Dorothy. Second guess. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we don't give second chances. Oh, of course you don't. <laughs> uh, let's keep on dating. Uh, <clears throat> who mistakenly thought a priest was leaving his calling for her? Rose. No. You no? shot that answer right out there. I did, because that sounds just like Rose. No, in this case, it was Dorothy. It was Dorothy? It was Dorothy. Wow, because Dorothy's I'm, not gullible. I'm very Dorothy-like. Yeah. But I also feel I'm very Sophia, because I definitely got the wit. <laughs> you do. Um, you do. All right, let's do a quote. You're 86, the, the watercress. I'll have the orange duck and a double Jack Daniels on the rocks. Who said that? Oh, man. That sounds really Blanche, but I want to say Sophia. Well, which one is your answer? I Can I, can I say both? You cannot. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Sophia. You should have gone with your first guess because it was Shit! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <sighs> All right. Trivia. Yes? 
Who is a who is afraid of flying and hospitals? Oh. Rose? No. <laughs> no? It was Dorothy. Really? Yeah, this round uh, clearly is sponsored by Dorothy Zabornak. So Yeah. Um the right. same thing happened with Sarah's. Yeah, she got a bunch yeah. of rows, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, such a good time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> dating trivia. Who had a date die in her bed? Oh, my God. Was it Dorothy? No, it was Rose. <laughs> Shit. I, that I don't even remember. So I don't remember that one. I, I don't want to put any pressure on you. You you do. But come on, um, you have three questions remaining. And <laughs> you haven't gotten one correct. I did two. I got one. I got did one. You? Which one I did, did I get? Got oh, that's one. right. You did you? I thought you did get one, right? I got one. Are you sure? Yes. Twenty-six of watercress. Dorothy, you didn't get that one right. <laughs> Are you sure you got one right? I'm going to have to go I'm back and listen. I'm pretty sure I got one. All right. Well, I'm going to put it down as one right now. But if I go back and listen, because I don't remember, and clearly I've had too much of a Jason original cocktail. Um, okay. Next one. Regular mm-hmm. trivia. Okay. Who met her future husband when she was seven? Oh. <laughs> Rose? Yes! Yay! Yes! <laughs> right now you're at a possible two. Possible two, come on. All right, quote. Death pushes you right up to the head of the line. <sighs> Sophia. No, it's Dorothy. No. That's Dorothy? That's See, Dorothy. those two are so... Well, they're mother and daughter. I know. All right. So you get to choose your last question. Do you want it to be from dating, regular trivia, or a quote? Regular trivia. Oh, man, I wanted it to be the quote so I could say that. Because I'm doing so famously well with all of it. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Throw me a bone here. Great. Here's your bone. Which (laughs) Golden Girls best friend faked her own death while playing tennis with her. Oh my god, I don't even know. You just pick one of the girls. <sighs> um Blanche? No. no. <laughs> it, was, it was Dorothy. Dorothy. <laughs> I, told you, I even gave you a clue and said the round was sponsored by Dorothy. <laughs> You did, you did, you did. Well, I'm thinking way too hard. When I go back and listen, uh. <laughs> and it proves that you are correct, you got two out of ten oh, man. and tied with Rachel for last place. Now, if you lied and only got one correct, then you're the worst player so far. No, so we'll I really see. thought that I got one other one. I don't know. I'll listen to it and see. I feel like you might <laughs> no. have. I don't know. We'll look. <laughs> I knew I should have started like binge watching Golden Girls the other night. Hey, listen, Uh. everybody knows the rules of this show. So Mm -hmm. we're only going to have four more guests play Golden Girls trivia. And Mm -hmm. um, if I think one of them is probably going to be Pam, I think I'm going to bring Pam back for a special mini Golden Girls episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, 
You should bring the worst person and then the best. Well, right and now like, the two uh, bests are tied. I don't want an eight-person game show. It's going to drive no, me crazy. The lowest score and then, you know, the highest. Well, is are you saying that now because you lied and said that you got a point and you didn't? No, I really... <laughs> I am not lying. I really thought I got another one, or maybe I just I had know. too much margarita. I don't, I don't know. know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so in the next four episodes, we will hopefully have wrapped up the game. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll, you know, I would love to have a golden gal off. That's what I want to call it. So, ah! if, if uh, you know, more than two people tie, that'll be amazing to do a golden gal off. I think it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, we're we're getting close to the end. Oh, I know that's sad. I am sad. Have you enjoyed yourself on the show? Yes, I have. I want to come back. Oh, I'll think about it. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I always like to end the show with asking about joy, uh, mm-hmm. because I created this show to bring myself joy, because COVID was just, that's all I heard about in the news, and Doing this podcast, even though it's never going to be 100% amazing, I have mm-hmm. learned a lot and it's been fun to talk with my friends and be silly and and pretend like I have, you know, my own big television show. Hint, hint to whoever's listening that can put me on TV if I'm TV pretty or, <laughs> you know, you can, you can pay for my podcast. I'll totally allow you. But I always like to end each show talking about what brought you some unexpected joy. So, uh, Beth, what is something that's brought you some unexpected joy in the past week or two? You know, let's see. That is, this is going to sound really funny, but um, Frank and I usually, before COVID, we always had a Friday night date. Um, And we actually got to go to a restaurant for the first time in what, like three months. Mm. And so I was a little hesitant, but it actually was really nice. Um, There weren't that many people in the restaurant and it was nice, you know, for us to be able to get back into sort of a, a regular thing for us. You know, our Friday night dates were consisting of going to restaurants and bringing food home, which isn't the same. It's never the same. No. So it was really nice to be able you know, for us to just reconnect and be able to go to a restaurant again and feel semi-okay with it because I really wasn't sure how I would feel. Um, so yeah, that that was kind of nice. nice. It's like the little window into somewhat of a normal situation. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's nowhere near that. Um <laughs> So my friend Peter, who will be on in July, um, mm-hmm. Peter sent me a video the other night of this, I don't even know how to describe this guy. I think he used to work for, did he used to work for NASA? I think he used to work for NASA. Oh, wow. Um, I think, hang on. I think that's where he used to work from. He has a YouTube channel and he sent me a V like, so I love animals, like the fluffy ones, you know, bugs and, and slimy things scare me a little bit, but mm-hmm. actually really just snakes and bugs, but, um, and horses, but that's another mm-hmm. topic for another time. Um, <laughs> I love like weird animals that people wouldn't think of. Like I love like skunks and possums 
and bats. And <laughs> I love squirrels more than I can say. They're very funny. They're so cute. So this mm-hmm. guy made a video of himself and he created a ninja warrior style obstacle course for the squirrels in his yard. Oh my gosh. Because they kept getting into the bird seed of his bird feeder. Mm-hmm. So he created all these stations that the squirrels had to get to before they could get to the bird food feeder. Mm-hmm. It was amazing to watch. Um, if you search on YouTube for building the perfect squirrel-proof bird feeder, mm-hmm. I promise you, you will not regret it. It was, first of all, these squirrels are so amazing. And he actually pauses it at one point to teach you how squirrels land on their feet like cats and how they can <laughs> control themselves falling. Um it was one of the funniest videos. I watched it probably five times. I laughed every time. So it brought me a little unexpected joy because I was like, gosh, I can't wait. You know, the plan is to buy a house next year. Mm-hmm. I want to have a yard with squirrels. <laughs> I'm not going to build traps. I'm just going to build picnic tables for them. We have um, lots of squirrels in our front yard. Oh, they're amazing. I just think mm-hmm. squirrels are so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out that video if you haven't. And uh, okay. I'll send it to you when we get off the show here. Yeah. Um, so you can see it because it's so funny. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just so it's not even like it's super funny. It's just so interesting to watch them figure out how to run this obstacle course. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's so funny. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I loved it. So if you ever get the chance, like I said, uh, that video is called Building the Perfect Squirrel Proof Bird Feeder. And yeah. uh, it brought me a lot of joy. Uh, just like my podcast. If my podcast is bringing you joy. You can let me know by doing one of two things. You can send me an email at gabbingwithgason at gmail.com. Uh, let me know if you like a segment of the show, if you want to be on the show. Um, if you have a question you'd like the show to answer or a guest to answer, we can always bring somebody back. Or you can do what Sarah and John have done and leave a voicemail for the show. Um, I don't have a voicemail this week to put on this week's episode. So please, please, please take some time out of your day and go to the Anchor website. Now, the Anchor website is simply you just go to anchor.fm and search for Gabby with Gason. It's like two quick steps. And then click leave a voicemail right there on the homepage. Uh, Sarah and John both said it was super easy to do. And just leave a little voicemail. And um, if it's appropriate... We will play it on the uh, on the show. So I definitely would love to hear from all of you that are listening. I've been following the statistics. It's really awesome. So I, I'm starting to grow a fan base, and that makes me really, really happy. So thank you to all of you that are continuing to listen to the show. We're trying to get better with every episode, and I've got ideas, and I've just, you know, it's life, and you've got to learn from your mistakes and keep going. So I really appreciate that. You can always find the show um, by searching for your, you know, through your podcast apps, um, you know, you can follow and subscribe to be notified when new episodes arrive, which is fantastic because that's how you find out, you know, when I upload it to the channel, you find out like that just instantly. It'll tell you, hey, here's a new episode of Gabbing with Gason. Uh, make sure you listen. So you can follow us and listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, iTunes, and Outcast, which is crazy that we're on so many platforms. Um, but we appreciate that. So, you know, go listen out and send us an email and send us a voicemail, and I love it. But again, remember, you need to follow and subscribe to be notified when those new episodes are available. Um, we are 
on episode five right now, which means we're getting ready to hit episode six. I'm very excited. I am looking into some merch to give away for the show. What? I know. Oh, so, my gosh. You know, we're working on some things. Hey. Um, I know. I think we'll start giving away stuff on our 10th episode, our 10th anniversary, I guess. But um, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so um, make sure you like and subscribe and follow and do all of those things. And um, here it comes. Here's everybody's favorite part. Why? I um, love the support that I'm getting from everyone that's listening to the show and sharing it, and I appreciate it. If you're interested in uh, sponsoring the show or donating money to the show, uh, you can. I never expect anyone to. But if you want to, it's totally fine. You can do that by going to the Anchor FM, you know, Anchor.fm, and searching for Gabby with Gason. And there's a spot on there that you can donate money uh, monthly. Now, what I ask of you is this: We are the home of the 99 cent podcast. <laughs> that is literally all the value I can give you for your money. <laughs> the dollar podcast. It's not even a dollar. <laughs> I know it's, it's less than a dollar. <laughs> so. If you do want to donate money, feel free to sign up for that 99 cents a month. Um, that's less than $12 a year. For less than a dollar, you can have the most amazing entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> it's less than a dollar, people. Come on. Oh, my gosh. So if you want to, I will say, please do not donate $9.99 a month. There's, I would <laughs> legitly vomit and feel real bad. Because I'd be like, I don't know how to make you happy for $9.99 a month. However, I will make a deal right now. If, if somebody were to donate $9.99 a month, for, for like, you know, three months mm -hmm. and you donate and I see it and you send me a message, I will bring you on as a special guest. We'll do a mm. special bonus episode just with whoever that individual is, wow. whether it's a friend of mine or somebody I don't even know. Um, but honestly, I can't see anybody <laughs> doing that. And I'm OK with it. That's why I was like, yeah, I'll bring you on the show because nobody's going to donate $9.99 a month. <laughs> And that means continuously for three months, $9.99. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, you can always do that. Um, next episode, you uh, we're going to continue the Pride celebration. Um, and we will have my friend Ethan on, who is Yay. a local drag queen here uh, where we live. And um, if you would like to learn a little bit more about drag and what it's like starting in drag and, and rising to the top and all of those things. Um, join us on our next episode of Gabby with Gason when Guesty Bestie will be Ethan, um, which will be very exciting. Beth, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope you had a blast. I did have a blast. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I'll let you say goodbye to all the listeners. Oh, your gal pal says goodbye. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> All right. And thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to another episode of Gabbing with Gason. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, please remember to keep spreading and sharing your joy, because that's how we're going to get through all of this. Have a great rest of your day, your week, whatever. Whatever. And uh, tune into the next episode. Bye. Bye. Don't forget, you can always leave us a voicemail to be played during the next episode of the show. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm and search for Gabbing with Gason. Talk to you soon. <laughs>